0: Hello, and welcome behind the DM screen to talk a little bit about um, what we're going to play with lasers and feelings for a play game. So this is Emma, I'm DMing this <laughs> adventure, um, and I did in fact roll on the table provided on the readplay game sheet, um, I got that space pirates are building or creating a quantum tunnel in order to reverse time. Now, that being said, um, I think there's two ways that that could go. It could be, oh no, we have to prevent them from building the tunnel, but given that it's space pirates and given that Star Trek does some really, really interesting stuff with occasional time travel, I decided to go to use that as the prompt for the story, um, but instead have it be successful and came up with, um, why they're back in time and kind of what they're doing so what we're gonna see is the, i'm gonna do, like throw them right in there they're already back in. like i think it's gonna be you know they see on their sensors or something that something has gone into a wormhole and they'll either follow it or try to figure something out about it maybe they'll lock onto the ship i don't know but like the starting incident is going into that quantum tunnel um And they will find themselves outside Earth, but not the Earth that they might know. It is, in fact, 1808 um, when uh, Zhang Yisao is getting ready to uh, win a huge battle against the Chinese Navy. Um, And what these space pirates are trying to do is these space pirates are the League of Pirates that... um, follows the, you know, legacy of a fictional pirate that I made up called Tivra the Terrible, who is from space, you know. Uh, And they are trying to go back and stop uh, Zhang Yisao's career from evolving to such a legacy, so that their rivals, um, who follow her code, will essentially cease to exist so i'm interested to see how um our players interact with this i'm assuming that there's going to be some sneaking since it's the past i thought it was hilarious while we were building characters and everybody's an android or a alien or like incredibly you know extravagant and looks <laughs> so the fitting in is going to be a little interesting um but yes, I think it's going to be there on the ship trying to assassinate her, and our characters are going to be trying to prevent changes to the future from happening. So yeah, should be really fun. I'm pretty pumped about it. Um, it's not the what they're expecting, I don't think, but it is a staple in kind of the Star Trek universe, which is what we're going for. So. I'm really excited to see how they'll react.
1: Hello and welcome to this episode of Read Play Game. This is... Uh, our game portion for lasers and feelings where we're just going to chat a little bit about uh, what we thought of the game we just played. And we just listened to Emma's uh, behind the screen sort of recap of, of her planning process. Uh, So yeah. What, what are all of our thoughts on that after our uh, immediately after hearing it,
2: you definitely got one thing, right? uh, Mm -hmm. Which is that I don't think any of us expected (laughs) what this (laughs) session would be Uh, pirates. Not at all and the fact that we were on earth with pirates even crazier
0: yeah
1: i i thought it was really well i i guess it depends probably on the amount of star trek knowledge going in cuz like when that when the when i heard about the wormhole thing i was you like it was time? immediately i was like huh this is going to be one of those one, <laughs> yeah. of, one of the star trek ones where they're like we just want to film on like a set you know a normal set instead of a <laughs> a sci-fi set right now and this is going to be very interesting and I, I thought it was really cool that it was a pirate setting too um I have they done that before in star trek uh
0: not in the original series but i mean there's so much star trek that's true not that i'm aware of in the original series
1: that was a really cool direction to take especially now knowing what you rolled i think that that's that's a fun fun place to take it
0: yeah I was worried that I... So, the the spirit of the game um, is very much, you know, play to find out what happens, which I think is what most of the one-page RPGs are, so I felt a little iffy about doing a starting incident versus it as the whole prompt. You know, I didn't know. I, this also makes me want to play it again to try and, and have a more classic like space experience because i feel be like this was an abnormal space experience um but yeah I think that I just I used the roles as the like like I said in my thing as a starting off point and then came up with my own kind of stepping stones for where it could go or what what challenges y'all would be facing
3: and I'll tell you what Miss Fire's costumes I think really came in handy because the mermaid siren I think is what <laughs> yeah. what helped sell the like we mean no harm and now we're leaving um which I know you kind of pushed back on because it wasn't you know really addressing the prompt of blend in so it was cool that that ended up and I thought being a really great you know escape hatch oh
0: yeah
1: yeah, you you didn't want me to to go mermaid route, well, but
0: <laughs> that wasn't what what it was to me. And this is something really interesting with successes and failures. Yeah, mm-hmm. is you were rolling to find appropriate quote unquote costumes. So in my mind, it was like, well, this is gonna you know, it's not appropriate. Like it's not, it's gonna stick out like a sore thumb. But you used that, so it's just like a different. And that was that. What you were going for?
4: That was my uh, initial. Th- I thought siren when you pulled it out. I was like,
2: "Oh, that'll be fun." I no, thought I might... did not think about that. I, I just <laughs> thought it'd be so f- fucking cute and slay if I yeah. had a mermaid outfit. <laughs> but I, what's really fun about what you just described is that Emma was thinking with lasers, and <laughs> we were all thinking with, with feelings. feelings. <laughs> yeah, it's true.
0: Well, I think it's also I didn't want to. I, I wanted to make sure you knew. So then it's like, you you got a success here. So I need to be honest about like, if if this is what you're trying to do, that's not going to be, that that wouldn't be successful, but you used it a different way. Yeah. I, if, if you had gone a more like diplomatic route, if everyone had like walked up and started talking, I was just going to play it as like, wow, why are y'all the best dressed pirates that have ever been here? So it would have drawn attention, but it wouldn't have been like, Ah, we're shooting at you.
4: Yeah. 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 It's funny because we didn't talk to any of the other space people really at all.
2: <laughs> no, Yeah. yeah. That, um, like,
4: like, I was anticipating there was going to be, you know, this thing where they're like, oh, like, here is our dastardly plan. But then that didn't happen. <laughs> like at all. Um, no. But I, I kind of liked, um, I don't know. And I, I, I want to say I do love, like, I remember, like, Anish, you sent me this uh, years ago. Uh, to look at for something uh, where I was, yeah, for like uh, some concept I was like trying to look at. Um, and you said, Emma, were you saying this is like one of the first big like one like one pages in this style?
0: You were. were, you, were from you what saying, I Emma? know,
4: I was trying to find his I was trying to find the
1: history of of one page RPGs, and this was the oldest I could find. But it's, I mean, it's probable that there
4: are more. But this is like this yeah. one really. First like, like big made things shoot
1: People off.
0: People are like, you can do that. Yeah. I think and, like, I the think
4: hackable it's, thing. Yeah. I think it's definitely cool, like like, you know, talking about like hackable and like, you know, translating it into other things and like how so many other like single page would probably like come through this. I think the flexibility and the simplicity of it, like mm. you could f- understand fundamentally how it works. Like even if you we hadn't really explained any of the rules, like Just being like, oh, like you have this one skill, like the zero to uh, like two to five roll above or below. And that's all you really have to worry about. And then like, I think that's super nice and flexible and like easy for newcomers to get into. Yeah,
1: there's a lot of people that like come into role playing games playing like D&D is their first ever game. And I'm like, this is the kind of game that I think you really got to start with. Yeah, yeah.
3: Do most people use this as a one-off module or do people use this as a long-form multi-session? I, th-
2: I think it's mostly one-shot. Mm. I, surprisingly, there are lots of people who, who use it for long-term things. Um, wow. In terms of that, there's one other podcast uh, that I think uses the system. Oh, these... Oh, oh, Let me actually look up the, the name of it because it's a very Star trek name. I think it's oh these those stars of space Ooh. Mm-hmm.
0: i think it works like it's it's very monster of the week ask of like you know creature like of, like the week, different, different of the week phenomenon of the week exactly
2: yeah. It, 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 if you treat it like a star trek type rpg every every time you can switch out characters like you can have a huge ship filled with all these different types of people that go on different types of adventures, yeah. and maybe you, revi- you revisit characters. But the the system is so cool in its simplicity that you could do either or.
4: Yeah. It, it feels a lot less like like you're talking with D&D. Like D&D, there's a lot of numbers. There's a lot of systems. And it's like great for the nitty gritty. Um, but this it feels a lot more like theater of the mind, where there is, you know. Those rules of, oh, you roll and you succeed or you roll and like complications or fail. Like there is that like aspect to it. But everything else is kind of like based on the, you know, the players to make up themselves, which I think is fun. And like I, that freedom. I think
0: doing multiple sessions of this, I think would have allowed us to go more into the goals of the characters. Mm-hmm. I think particularly with what I rolled in the setup, it was like not super goal-y. You know
1: yeah i think with anything like this like you can definitely do it as one session or spread it out however much you want which is which is really nice it like i think one thing that makes it more suited for a one shot uh in, in terms of like traditional role playing uh mechanics is that there's n- it doesn't there's not really like progression that that mm-hmm. works i know a lot of like like a lot of what motivates longer campaigns with uh With other systems is that like you can either level up or you can gain new abilities and stuff like that, which obviously you can't really do here. However, it's still fun like like you don't need to have a leveling up mechanic in order to make a system work for a long time because Especially
0: with the goals.
1: Yeah, with goals and just like storytelling in general, like like things are gonna naturally develop and like there's a lot of choices that you're just gonna end up making because they're they're fun in the in the narrative.
2: Yeah, that's one thing I would revisit if, if I were to play another session again. Since it is a type of system that doesn't have a lot of progression, the way, as a player, you can carve out an identity for yourself is really le- leaning into those character traits mm-hmm. that you set up at the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, if I were to go back and create the this same character, I might do a different, like, role, perhaps, like maybe explorer um, and really lean into the character goal at some point because there is the mission that generally pushes the group together. But one thing that I always thought back to when I was trying to think of what I could do in a certain situation, I remember uh, thinking I really wanted to interact with the, the pirate captain because uh, she was so cool, but I think I wanted to prioritize leaving in one piece and not changing too many things um, to preserve the future where I could find new worlds like we established at the beginning. But if my character goal was to meet new aliens or solve weird space mysteries, I feel like I would have pushed more towards interacting with the captain.
4: I think it's interesting to compare like lasers and feelings, which is like really great for like one shot, like quick thing, like getting people into it, to something like scum and villainy, which I think is uh, like, you know, scum and villainy is similar with the six die kind of system, but a lot more expanded in terms of the, like you have upgrade systems, you have like damage things, you have all of these trackable things that you can use over the course of stuff. And then, you know, you can go even more nitty gritty with something like cyberpunk. So it's interesting, like the scaling of things for like. I mean, it's
1: interesting. It's also interesting that you draw that comparison because Scum and Villainy is forged in the dark based on Blades in the Dark, which is, of course, also designed by John Harper. So like the system. Yeah, yeah. Using the multiple D6 for that, like you basic. It's a very like it's more complicated because it is designed to be sort of a longer form thing, especially with the progression, but like it has the roots that you can really, really see. And that these are such similar games at their core. Right.
3: Um, I was just remembering that moment where we're in the captain's chambers and Banjo went to speak and yeah. we all kind of jumped in and we're like, don't do that. <laughs> um, but <laughs> just, I don't, that I guess is more of a question of like the group culture and like once you know once you've said it can you take it back would you have had to think about that before like declaring an action i don't know so that was just a moment where i was like oh i wonder if like rules lawyer is gonna yeah. swing the hammer a little bit and like, <laughs> like now you gotta deal feel, with it i feel like that's a dm
0: style thing True. too it, really
1: it is. is it's it's definitely it, it depends on like like in that case i feel like Maybe Michael did want it to be like a talking monkey situation, but I feel like there was a moment of like, we were all like, this is really going to ch- take this in a direction yeah. that is very different from where we're currently going. So, like, it, it almost is like a, it wasn't an explicit safety mechanic, but it almost yeah. felt like a, like, let's Are you pause. Sure? Let's yeah. yeah. Like, like I mean, oh, this, this, this will have story consequences. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: I never want, I never want people to feel like players to feel like I have swindled them into doing something, you know? So even if something's like a surprise, like, I don't know, uh, in, in a home game that we play, uh, with it's a pirate game. Actually, there was a, a whole arc with doppelgangers and, um, the doppelganger action of like replacing the person happened way before they noticed it. And I the whole time was dropping like very little things. I think they rolled insight once on it. So it's like it was a big surprise. But when they found out, it was like, oh, this didn't come out of nowhere. You know, like, I don't know.
3: That's yeah, that that makes a lot of sense. And that's a good point. And I would have been mad if we (laughs) if we kept it and then had to deal with what? if we kept the fact that you spoke and like now we got to deal with that um it just it, stuck out to me. Yeah, very, yeah
1: it's just good to have communication between players because that was us all being like michael this is not <laughs> where we want this to go right now but like if you had really wanted to take it in that direction like i would have been okay with you doing yeah. it but i just wanted you to be aware that like we all yeah. were sort of it's mag- the, yeah
0: it's the oh i pick it up with your hands Yes, you know like letting it mean, like, <laughs> with your bare hands you pick it up like oh okay cool like just clarifying. And
1: that and, and it, I feel like there was a similar moment too where Emma was I mean when I was picking the outfits where Emma was like do are you sh- really sure you want to do that and I was like yeah I do I do yeah, like, and then like, it's, like sure. it's in character. So if it was in character I mean if it it could have happened you know.
3: It <laughs> would I mean I, it, yeah, you know, it scanned I feel right. for banjo who's very like yeah like whatever, I heard the word fire, let me blah, blah, blah. Like, it definitely would have been character yeah. motivated.
2: Um, I'm always a fan of chaos. So <laughs> usually if, if I were a DM in that situation, I'd love, like, letting the ball roll and just keep rolling into wherever the heck it goes. But I, I always, what I appreciate about you, Emma, is that you do a really good job about laying out the situation Informing us about potential consequences and then giving us the agency afterwards.
0: Yeah, it's gentle parenting.
3: (laughs) And and natural consequences.
0: Is that why it feels so unfamiliar?
3: (laughs) 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 Is that Uh, why I'm like,
2: what is this? We do post this this publicly, Tori.
3: (laughs) Um, I'm like, why did you do that? Why didn't you just, like, (laughs) immediately, like, jump to blaming and shaming? Like, huh? (laughs) Anyway.
4: I mean, I I think. Go ahead, Michael. No, all I was going to say, like, I wasn't thinking of, like, the talking concept or anything. So. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. it wasn't. It wasn't. Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah. I'm glad but you it, it
3: would have it made out. sense if Banjo hadn't considered that yeah. either. You know what I mean? Yeah.
4: So mm-hmm. And
3: there's think- a
1: world where there's a world where that did happen, and we all you know kind of like like we sighed and we were like, oh, it's. But then it, 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 the narrative is still interesting, and some fun stuff still happens, I think and we still
0: another equivalent of it that happened um, that y'all kind of redirected because I, I think that there's. Uh, when, when I direct plays, I say that you are you being an actor in a play, you are the expert on your character, but I'm the expert on the reality of the world. So like, come talk to me about like things that your character might not be thinking about that should affect you. Or so for me, like when y'all were about to mess with the technology, I was just like, hey, what like your two main things you were thinking about or your two initial things were don't change anything and you know stop the assassination from happening you as players might not be holding that in your head but the characters would probably be aware of it so just like
3: Mm -hmm. again do what you
0: want but like and i think that was when we had the, the t2 distraction moment, you know? I like, yeah, we'd probably do something about
3: that. The only other moment that pops up is when the captain was asking us how we got on the ship. I was like, Durr. Um I did not <laughs> know how to come up with a convincing lie because you are talking about the ship exploded, but like they would have heard that or seen that. Like, do they not have lookouts for rowboats coming up to them? So that was a moment where I was like, wow, you kind of got me pinned. I do not know how to get our way out of this.
2: Um, <laughs> that's why we have the talking monkey. Or, non-talking monkey. <laughs> a, a miming monkey. Uh, right. A miming monkey. Yeah,
0: That's Mr. Mime.
2: Would I be able to <laughs> quickly pivot to the yeah. central mechanic of this game? Please. Um, lasers and feelings as a mechanic is something I adore, and playing through this has really cemented that, because I initially conceived of an envoy that was incredibly charismatic, and using that charisma to succeed but it was really interesting flipping that on its head to see what sort of result i could get and i realized that you know an international pop star is a very cold and calculating person at the end of the day right and it was really <laughs> fun to it's a business
3: it's a business. it's a
2: business it's show business
4: he's coming for us Um, Ooh,
0: (laughs) I got chills. Take it back. (laughs) Are you sure you want to do that?
1: "Ah!" (laughs) Um, This will have consequences.
2: Are
4: you you sure about that?
2: But I I loved playing into that because my natural instinct in a lot of role-playing games is to go the passionate, complete, impromptu response. But fighting against that because it is more likely to succeed made it really interesting to play a character. Because that's what you're always thinking about. If I cannot succeed on this, can I get additional help from my team who could yeah. push it forward? And it naturally creates more, you know, d- incentive for the team to help you out. And it incentivizes a certain type of play style. Either you approach a situation with a rationality, or you go balls to the walls and say, I love you.
0: I I love playing contradictory characters too. Like seeing this very charismatic, but also very cold character um, and getting to interact with that as, you know, the, the game master, the GM, Um, like the moment where you had this whole plan laid out. And then you rolled a a partial success and I decided, like, you get the result you're looking for, but not the right way. (laughs) Like, it's probably a little demoralizing for you, but that's what people are going to look at. Like, that opened up some interesting routes for me to go to.
1: Yeah, I was also hoping to sort of push into that, too, where, like, I I was intending to go with a lot more lasers rolls than I actually ended up doing like, like I was going to like fire my gun and be like terrible at it or something, but I'm kind of glad I didn't. And I'm glad that we could interpret certain like attack or moments as feelings. Cause oh, that's yeah. fair. Um, but I do think, I also wanted to say kind of like looping that in with what, 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 another topic that I had in mind was, uh, expanding on a little bit of what we talked about in the last game, uh, episode for, for the ground itself, like, system and what it means for its setting like how it's mm. tied to its setting and i think that that lasers versus lasers and feelings is such a perfect tie-in to something that is so sort of star trek inspired yeah. it well, well mo- mostly in lasers and feelings being like a central driving force if i f- i feel like a lot of the a lot of stuff in star trek like okay. like you know uh, Vulcans being all about like logic and not feelings, right? I'm yeah, a, I mean it, please correct me if I'm right, wrong, but right. okay. okay. <laughs> um, there's a lot of ways to make a piece of media or in, be inspired by a piece of media into a game system. And I think that this is a very good uh, way to do that. Yeah. By having like a spectrum for these characters.
0: One of my favorite Star Trek episodes that I can't remember the name of um it's kind of is that um dichotomy of like the whole time they're lasers is
1: horny no Uh oh (laughs) Oh, okay
0: (laughs) (laughs) the whole time they're lasers and they're they're trying to figure it out and they're um going against this like monster you know just the the entire time and then at the end it's like oh no it's protecting its babies we need to like we came in here and we're messing with it and it was protecting itself and going from a much more compassionate thing. And that is, I think you're right. The, the driving force behind.
1: Yeah. And and not only just being one or the other, but like
0: having to do both. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And some people aren't as good at it.
0: Oh, my actual better. favorite episode, The Arena. Is
1: it the one where Spock is horny?
0: No. <laughs> Isn't that that's, the one? <laughs> that's not my favorite episode.
1: Isn't that the one where Spock is horny? No, What episode is far. this?
0: Please
3: answer, please answer. What episode is this?
4: Look up,
1: look Do y'all up, know uh, about this? look up Spock there's,
4: horny.
0: There's uh, an episode, there's an episode where the plot, images. the plot of the episode is, Vulcans spawn like salmon, they have to return home and mate every now and then. And uh, Spock is in heat. Yes. And if he, doesn't, <laughs> if he doesn't go home to Vulcan, he will literally die.
2: No. That is
0: the plot. <laughs> that is yeah. the plot.
1: So, it's it's the one where Spock's horny. And
0: it's the one where Spock's horny. And (laughs) that is another beautiful lasers versus feelings. He's lasers all the time. That episode, he is battling. (laughs) Like, he is going through it because he's feelings and he doesn't want to be. You got to
1: use some lasers to deal with these feelings. If you don't deal with the horny feelings, you will die.
0: (laughs) And truly, beautiful episode.
1: Is Is that that the arena? arena?
0: No. Okay, (laughs) well tell us about the arena. The the arena episode is Kirk is transporting, he has to it's like a gladiator style, he has to fight. And Kirk, if you've ever seen any clips of Kirk fighting, the thing is that he always tears his shirt. Like they're always tearing this guy's shirt. He's always got chest out, you know, boob window. (laughs) He's a Um, manly man. Yeah, but for Arena, he is out-fought. He's fighting something much bigger than him, and he has to go to lasers. He has to um, figure out how to fight something that he cannot just upright battle against. Yeah. So what happens in the one where
1: Spock is horny? Don't they have to fight too?
0: Okay, the one that Spock's horny, he goes... (laughs) His wife doesn't want to fuck him. She has a lover that she wants to be with instead. So Uh she presents a challenge and makes Kirk fight him. She says, like, I want to be with Captain Kirk and Captain Kirk's like, well, how bad can this be? Let's fight. And then he finds out it's a fight to the death. So then they fight. It's such a good episode. It is really fun. So then they fight. Dr. McCoy gives him a drug that slows down his heart rate enough that it seems like he dies. Spock comes out of heat at the grief of killing his best friend. No longer wants his wife is like, you're you're trash. You made me kill my best friend. Goes back up to the Starship Enterprise, walks onto the bridge or not the bridge, but, you know, walks into, I think, the med bay and is like, it's time to take me to jail. I have killed my captain and my friend. And then Kirk pops up and says, "Shouldn't you ask me first as the captain and Spock, which this is incredibly rare, breaks out into a huge grin and gives yeah. him a hug. Oh. And then is and then is like, "Oh, I'm pleased to see that you're alive." And then, like they Aww. go back to And North.
1: the shippers went insane. The
0: shippers went insane. <laughs> <laughs> Spurt
1: and everybody claps. Spirk.
0: That's what Spirk. the ladies were writing letters about back then. Spock, what
4: about what about um, Spock, Kirk,
0: and Bones? Cock. That was the alternative, <laughs> but they went with Spurt.
1: It's like it's like Katniss and Peta.
0: Yeah, what's that <laughs> anyway.
1: one? penis, this.
0: penis, oh. penis. <laughs> You kids.
1: We do post this. Um, Anyway.
0: We'll cut all this out. Spoilers for that
3: episode of Star Trek. In talking about, and I mean, Elle, you've edited the first round, so I don't know what this looks like, but something I did find myself a little confused and having to check back was if you're using lasers, you want to roll under the number you chose. If you're using feelings, you want to roll over your number. So it may or may not be worth it to go back each time somebody, like in those first few roles, to specify that? Because I feel like, I mean, maybe we did, but I feel like each time I was like, did
0: I get it or No. Truly, I was looking at the sheet every time. I Got think it. if you play a lot, you'll probably get used to it, but it's also easy enough that you roll, and then there's that moment of, okay, what's this mean? Yay! You
1: know? I think also in a room where, like, if you're, I don't know, I feel like there's there's a useful diagram or mnemonic you could make to, like, remember that more easily, like, uh, especially if you're like, a your person. Is lasers, like, low?
2: Low? Lasers, low. Lasers, lasers low? Lasers low. Lasers low. Lasers the down arrow. Mm-hmm. Feelings, feelings arrow, flying. Arrow. Yeah. Feelings, yeah.
0: I think of it like heat, like a temperature
4: just like, like spot. feelings versus hot
0: versus yeah. cold. Yeah,
2: uh, you're gonna get that's good. You're that's cold. good. Cold. You're yes cold yeah. and you're no, you're
4: in and you're okay. Taylor out. Swift. That's not Taylor Swift. I know. That's not <laughs> <laughs> actually um, okay.
3: Yeah, let's talk about that. Fuck Star Wars and Star Trek. with Katy Perry versus T Swift.
0: Let's hear it.
1: That's uh, the why really would we make two, two? What's everyone's favorite right. Taylor Swift song?
0: We can't pander like I, this. If, I also,
1: if we say Taylor I really Swift the Swift, the
4: Taylor Swift we, we'll concert get a billion views. I think we, everyone should have gone and seen the Taylor Swift concert movie. I,
2: I need to make this disclaimer. I don't know a lot about Taylor Swift. I thought you were about I to say tell. like
0: Taylor Swift. And I was like, you can't say that, Anish. You can't, can't say, that. say that. No, Taylor it.
2: Swift is lovely. Um, but I didn't know what I was signing up for. I figured I'd just do like a different version of Taylor. Nope. we, we really committed to this is Taylor Swift and this is her entire life. Um, I thought you was, characterized was her pretty well.
0: Yeah. yeah. I mean, you I were you different. Well. You were your own being. And, that's really and I important. think
2: that's, I'd love to, it genuinely was a fun character and it'd be interesting to, to flesh it out with further sessions. You know, mm-hmm. that's the type of game Lasers and Feelings is.
0: I was going to say real quick uh dm tools for this one uh i thought that the table was pretty pretty great i think well like like we talked about before super hackable i am curious if they are very vague in a way that's really fun or they're they're so specific that they're vague you know it's like this name of a person and then that person can be whatever you want it to be i think there's one that's like Hexagon. the Conqueror. The Conqueror. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, who is he? Nobody knows, you know? Um, so I think that's really fun. I, I wonder, I don't know. I, I don't know if it's easier or trickier to have to fill those holes for like a new player or a new GM, you know, mm. I think there's something to be said for having a lot of content to kind of lean against. Um, yeah.
4: I mean, that that definitely is, like, the interesting thing talking about, like, I mean, we were talking about Blades in the Dark, uh like, you know, other John Harper stuff. It's like, this is super flexible. There's, like, not really much lore with it, um you know, in terms of, like, you roll this stuff but with Blades in the Dark, and uh, there's, like,
2: so tons much. of,
4: there's so much, like, specific stuff, like, that, like, informs, like, the, yeah. the world. So it's, like, interesting. That's the thing that I notice a
1: lot with, like, like... A lot of from from a lot of John Harper's games are setting specific. It seems like, especially this one and uh, Blades in the Dark, and the other one I mentioned is Lady Blackbird, I believe it's called. Which I don't know if anyone else is familiar with this one, but that one is fully like all the characters are pre created and the scenario is created. Like like you don't make your character; you play as. <laughs>
0: Like, it's more like playing Clue as
1: an RPG? Sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. you Like, like they have these five Slash characters. Like positive. It's, you can play this game with specifically Slash up to five people, and you, <laughs> pick, you pick the characters, and it's all always one scenario. But there's a couple games that he has in this. So it's almost like playing a module, because it is so specific in the characters you play. Um, but it seems like a lot of fun as well. So that one is very setting-tied, and then so is... Blades in the Dark because they've got so many factions that you need to keep track of. And then this one, I believe like the more you change it from its original setting is, is hacking it essentially. Like same with Blades in the Dark. Like if you play Blades in the Dark and you want to use that system, you fully can. But if you change the factions to your own factions, you're basically playing your own hack of, uh, of Blades in the Dark instead of playing Blades in the Dark in itself. So I wonder, like what, where's the line? Like what is, at which point have we hacked it? Because we are creating a, a fully original narrative when you're playing a game, but like yeah. if you're using like uh, different systems, it's, good it's a very interesting yeah. line, but th- th- I think that's why he's so <laughs> excited about hacking probably because you are making it your own in a lot of ways. Any other thoughts before we move to the role?
3: I've really enjoyed your character, Michael, and half of that was getting the visual of you like on your different oh appendages my God. and whatnot. Oh, fun. Um, was fun. Those
2: feet and arms. And
3: I think it was maybe our first, I know in the ground itself, we had like different like humanoid creatures, but we weren't really like playing them. So to see you do this like really out there kind of character I haven't seen you do before, I I really, really enjoyed it. Thank Very you. Funny.
4: No, I, I, I was inspired by, there's a character in Baldur's Gate 3 <laughs> um, in in the third act, who's this little kobold? Who's like
0: I love Kobold. Uh,
4: he's so fucking cute. He's he's just basically like
0: I has lots of stuffs to sell,
4: and he, he's just like. And so I was like, I don't know. I think that'd be fun to do. We yeah. should I definitely was get. Pic- I was picturing Sabalba. We should definitely yeah, yeah. get. Yeah, so I mean, Cibulba, guy. Yeah, yeah, Sabalba, definitely. But yeah. in terms of personality, cool, excellent. All right, Tori, let's let's uh, roll
1: that die. See what we're playing next.
3: It's going to be Single Unique Power by Tyler Crumrine.
1: Awesome. So So we will see you guys next time uh, on another side of a brand new table (laughs) (laughs) for, for Single Unique Power. Thank you. Thank you. Bye.